Hi, everyone. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of Innovation Unleashed. Uh, we've got lots of good stuff to talk about today. And I think uh, before we dive into all of the things, uh, we do want to give a shout out, uh, which we failed to do last week, to our fine friends at Kirkland's uh, for giving us very comfortable chairs to sit yeah, on. Yeah, I'm... They're I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling good here. Uh, if we find one of these missing at some point, it might be uh, yeah. in my living room. But Ho hopefully the show doesn't get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, these are gone. Yeah. So uh, let's let's dive in. Uh, yeah. I think uh, first off, you know, last episode, we made it to episode two. So that's good. Yeah. We'll take that. Um but uh, last episode, we were just kind of giving you guys uh, a bit of an idea of what's to come, uh, more of an overview. But we really want to make sure that we're answering any of your questions. If you have any during um, this episode, make sure you chat them in. Or given that uh, you know tomorrow is Thanksgiving, um, you might be frantically working setting up some uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday campaigns. So uh, if you're watching this in the in the future, then by all means, uh, send emails uh, with your questions into feedback at listrack.com. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, speaking of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, it's, right, it, as we it. said, it's the uh, Super it's Bowl. The, it's the Super Bowl. Uh, I was just on site with a with a prospect and they called it their Super Bowl, too. So it's yeah. apparently... It's common knowledge. We've been saying it for years yes. that uh, this is this is the biggest day of the year for for everyone in our space. Yeah. But uh, what uh, what are your thoughts? Like, let's uh, let's get in. Let's get inside Karen's brain and hear yeah. what she thinks. Uh, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday hold for us. There are. Well, you know, we talked about a lot of the macro and economic issues happening. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what revenue and, and sales look like. Uh, I think even more interesting is, is going to be that consumers have more ways now to shop than ever, mm -hmm. uh, whether that's online, in-store, TikTok shops, you know, Instagram, uh, mail order. Uh, yeah, I've been getting the, the, the direct mail pieces are, are coming in. And um, so it's going to be uh, a lot of data coming in uh, for brands and retailers this holiday season, they are um, going to be collecting probably more uh, than ever, as well as uh, likely sending a lot of marketing messages yeah. more than ever. What do you think about the length of the season? Because, you know, uh, Amazon Prime Day, like they added another one, and now, it's, now they're kind of encroaching yeah. on holiday. And, and we all know that once we... Uh, thaw Mariah Carey out of her giant <laughs> block of ice that, that the holiday season can begin on November 1st now. Uh, I've been consistently been getting the entire month of, of November since yeah. the 1st, right? Yeah. Like Black Friday starts November 1st now. Yep. And it's just going to keep creeping back in. Yeah, there's uh, really no delineation anymore between, <laughs> um, you know, pre-Black Friday, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I think we will obviously see um, those big special sales and, and deals as we always I'm have, sure. but I don't think it's going to be um, the only time that a consumer can uh, get the the product that they want at the price that they want. Yeah, and 
you know, you, you mentioned kind of the, uh, the multi-channel or omni-channel approach, depending on who you speak to. But like, I remember the days of, you know, having Thanksgiving dinner and my cousin and my aunt, they were like, okay, we got to, we got to get home because we're waking <laughs> up at the crack of dawn, maybe yep. before dawn yep. uh, to get out there and get in yeah. line. And um, I think, I don't know if it was a, I think it was a, a, a mailer, physical mailer that said, you know, if you're a premium subscriber, you can get early access to to the store, yeah, physical store. So yeah. I don't know. I'm interested. I I was never one to wake up. Oh, I was. I I slept in on on uh, Friday. You know that the the newspaper that came the week of Thanksgiving was okay. Like, now you're dating. Yourself. I know. I really am. <laughs> but I would go through. My mom and I would go through all of the ads and figure out like, okay, where are we going and when and which has the best prices. Uh, and now that's all <clears throat> pretty much done online. Although my mom does still get the newspaper. I don't know how many ads are in it anymore. But um, which, Do you think that spreads out um, in the physical store for retailers this year? It, it, you know, do, does the concept of a whoops, black, that's a first hitting my mic. <laughs> um, do you think that that spreads out a little bit more um, because of kind of the, the way online has gone? Or does that still stay uh, prognosticate a bit for us here? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get uh, too far off a rabbit trail of uh, sure, sure. How, we can get we'll get what, back to list track what, for sure. What does all of this have to do with list track? But um, yeah, you know, there are items that I think consumers are always going to want to buy in store. Yeah, um, you know, especially when it comes to electronics and appliances yeah. and you know home goods and. Um, there are items that are just easy to buy online. Um, <clears throat> you know, I uh, dislike going to the stores during holiday season now, like when I just need paper towels or something, <laughs> right? Like, right. Guys, it's I don't an interesting shift, right? I, I, like now you're avoiding the stores for the normal stuff right. uh, during the holidays. Well, I, I think, you know, as you said, there's we're going to have a lot more. We're going to have a huge influx of traffic coming to um the brands that obviously use list track in any any retail brand uh generating a lot of click engagement data in email and sms or yeah. apps um the purchasing the browsing behaviors yeah those are all going to kind of swell here over the next uh few days and i think today we're really going to talk about how we can use that from a from a segmentation standpoint as we move into 2024. Yeah. Because that I, data, you know, we want to capture it. We want to capture intent uh, so that we can deliver those in relevant messages um, in the new year. Yeah. And I think um, now more than ever, uh, our clients have more data than they've ever had before. Mm -hmm. um, they have it maybe in a couple of different places. Could we did be. touch on data silos could uh, last CDP, time. Could be a CDP, could be uh, internal data warehouse, ERP, CRM yeah. type thing. And so what we're trying to do, uh, at, at Listrack is, you know, take our platform, um, to the next level and really be able to use all of that data yep. in a really meaningful, easy way. Uh, I know when we started out, uh, doing this, 
Uh, we already talked about how long we've been here. We don't have to yeah. rehash yep. that. But um, the common theme that we heard is, you know, segmentation's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not only hard to figure out who I need to send to, it's hard to, you know, maybe set it up. I don't have enough people internally to think about um, this. And so, you know, everyone kind of just got on that, the gravy train of Batch and Blast and rode that rocket ship. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it, it was, I think for the longest time, it was the easy button, right? Was, yeah. Like, I, I remember com, uh, conversations where, where we were trying to get people to use segmentation and it, it just turned into one of those, well, like, why not just send it to everybody? Yeah. But I think, you know, retail uh, brands are more savvy, but consumers are as well. And, you know, I consider myself, yourself to be a, yeah. a consumer. And, you know, it, it it's starting to wear on me a little bit when brands don't get my... Uh, intent, my preferences, and yep. leverage that when they send their campaigns. So, um, yeah, really, I think what I want to talk about today is just the new kind of overall segmentation um, system interface that that we've built for the the next um, evolution of the List Track platform, and uh, some of the things that we've done there, some of the things that uh, we've. Uh, I, I think exposed in terms of data, right? Yeah. Leveraging leveraging the data that we have, consuming more data, um, and making it easy to execute these types of campaigns on both a broadcast and um, a triggered basis, and across all channels. Yes, that's. Um, I, I think that's point number one on the list is the new kind of segmentation tool. Um, really allows you to create one segment that applies to any channel that you're sending in yeah browser push app push uh sms or or email or off you know paid search and paid social yeah um so that's huge right we've we've unified that data at the at the contact level and then we've unified that across all channels yeah um another thing that i think is uh interesting and compelling i i have done a lot of uh, roadmap calls mm-hmm. as of late. Um, some of you watching may have done a roadmap call with me, um, but some of the things when I talk about what's coming down the, the road, the things that get the, the most excited faces are um, two things. One, like our history uh, here at List Track was in our name, quite literally, List. Yeah. And uh, the profile fields or the custom attributes were kind of separated by list, yep. um, and that was a. I, def, I definitely think that served us well in in the past, but in a in a cross channel, um, you know, world for brands uh, having that single set. So we've eliminated that. We so everybody can clap on that one. Um, we have I brought a popper. I was yeah, like, shoot confetti maybe, out. Yeah, maybe we air. can have some uh, <laughs> confetti in post. But um, one set of profile <clears throat> attributes for all of your contracts, contacts across all channels, right? So the same field that's used for first name to personalize a message is gonna be used in email, SMS, app, browser push. Um, The same uh, loyalty points data is going to be used at the person level and apply across all channels. Um, We also added 
some kind of standardized common fields, <clears throat> right? Yeah. So that we had a place to put things like first name or birthday or uh, their location, their zip yeah. code or area code or whatever it might be. So standardize those, um, which I think allows us to not only simplify for retailers, um, but it allows us on the back end to do more things knowing exactly where these data yeah. pieces lie. Um, and I believe uh, with with those standard fields, I mentioned a few, um, you know, loyalty program data is going to be standardized in that in that field. So, um, to to piggyback on that, you know, we've always been a platform built for digital marketing teams, um, and one of the uh, ways that we wanted to make sure the all of this data is actually easy for somebody to get to the new drag and drop uh, audience builder tool. Very excited about that. I mean, uh, so that that's one of my favorite ones to to show off on these uh, roadmap calls. It's uh, it's going to use those segments, right? So you're going to create a segment using human readable language. Uh, it's going to look like something that a marketer would understand yes. and read and you don't have okay. to do the mental gymnastics yeah. of figuring out how the ands and ors and and the before this day and after that it's it's very easy to use so when you're deploying a campaign the uh, segments that you've defined you're just kind of pulling them into the recipients of a campaign so you've created your active contacts yep. segment you've created your recent purchaser segment um, you may have also created a um, likely to unsubscribe using the predictive models, right? And what you're doing is you're really just dragging those segments on. You can, it, it's easy to do ands and ors, mm -hmm. and you can visually see the, the groupings very clearly, which I love personally. Yeah. Uh, I think everyone's going to love that. And then exclusions, super easy to exclude. So, I think, you know, when when we thought about kind of re-envisioning this, the, um, the the segment filters that I've seen in the past, I don't know if you've seen them. They're, but they're, some of you guys get <laughs> they're pretty crazy. They're extensive. Yeah. Uh, pages, uh, pages long. And I think our product and engineering team worked really hard at um, not only simplifying the user interface and making it, the experience more enjoyable, but also simplifying the the data and filter criteria in a way that you could do more with less yeah right yeah uh so the audience builder that's that's super exciting for me um it's going to be really easy to to deploy these campaigns just by dragging and dropping in in different segments yeah i <clears throat> one of my favorite aspects of um you know the next generation of list track is just the contact screen, the unified contact screen, where you can see everybody, you yep. can see what channels they are in, you're able to filter and segment. Counts are live. Counts that's probably live. that's worth mentioning too. Going just back to the audience builder, while you're building the segment, it's telling you in real time how many are in each, and then the the the, the real key point is it is when you're dragging in segments, it's deduping and it is giving you the counts that are 
in that channel. So if I'm building an SMS campaign and I'm using these segments, there may be 15,000 contacts in a segment, but once I drag it on, we're going to whittle it down to just the subscribed permission-based SMS subscriber. So yeah. real-time counts as you're building, when you're using, in the channel that you're speaking to, all very cool. The the interface um, where you can build out the segments is also showing you counts in real-time yeah. too. Yeah. All of this is, um, I think, not only going to help uh, streamline and, and transform how our clients you know, use their data uh, within our platform, but uh, their campaigns across all channels are gonna be spectacular. Uh, not that they aren't now. Uh, <laughs> We're but just gonna make, again, better, faster, stronger. Yeah, you constantly need to be going up, right? Um, and let's talk a little bit about identity because one of the other things that I love is now you can see, you know, an anonymous contact on your list that we may not have their opted in email address or phone number, but when they do, we're stitching all that data back yeah, together. Actually, it's a, a, a fantastic point uh, that we didn't go ahead, go over ahead of time, which is, you know, that's what this is all about. Right. Karen's brain, Mike's brain just kind of. <laughs> Uh, shooting off. But the, the interesting thing about that is an anonymous profile could show up in a segment, yeah. but it won't be used until it becomes either uh, stitched into an existing profile or we uh, attach some sort of identif identifier to it. Yep. So you could literally build a segment that shows you how many people have been looking at this product on your site, and then you can see how many of those people are actually subscribed yeah. to SMS, to email. Yeah. Um, so that's that's really neat, um, the fact that you have uh, out, out to the anonymous um, contact level when it comes to segmentation. Yeah, and it also, uh, I think, can help influence your on-site acquisition strategies, right? If you're seeing a ton of anonymous traffic on a certain new product release or right. landing, landing page landing like, page uh, uh some sort of uh influencer traffic yeah. and we're not capturing right like if we're not capturing then that's an opportunity yeah right for marketers to really uh focus on getting uh, getting the email getting yeah. the phone number whatever yeah. it might be yeah um yeah all good all good stuff i think um there is so much more to unpack yeah. Uh, with the I next get generation into, like, of list track. We don't want to spoil all of the secrets uh, right now. Uh, but I think we can talk about um, our future podcast episodes will be focused on things like the next generation of Journey Hub and yeah. how all of that uh, data that we're collecting and how that unified contact is going to make Journey Hub bigger, better, faster, stronger. Yep. yep. Uh, easier. for everyone. Easier is probably a good word to, to Easier, throw yes, there. yeah. Um, did you did you want to get into any of the, I think use cases might be good to just kind of go through some of the things that we can do with this. So that you mentioned more data, exposing more data, making it, it uh, actionable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you spent a good amount of time in account management um, and probably wished you could do some of the things that you're now able to do. Oh, if only, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's what made you great. You figured out a way. Um, and, you know, some of the things that I think are, are worth talking about are, you know, 
there's there's a longer data retention period specifically on on things like browsing data yeah um so that is that's exciting especially if you want to go back further um to to look at people that may have been browsing certain products um one of the ones that that was always near and dear to my heart and and finally um my my wish came true was the the complex product related filters i want to target anybody that viewed three or more products in a particular category like jeans or in a particular brand uh in the last x number of days yep that's easy enough to build <clears throat> yeah right now uh with with again like human readable yep and then you know we can layer in uh product uh affinity yeah. uh, predictive models around product affinity <clears throat> are now uh, part of that predictive uh, suite. So you'll be able to, to say, you know, build segments around people that have um, a predicted affinity high or medium, yeah. right, uh, around certain aspects of, of your product base. Um, any thoughts on, on other use cases or how you could really kind of leverage some of these new uh elements of the segment tool to to market yeah i mean i think i'm just really excited about the unified cross channel piece because you know now you're able to take all that predictive data um and really you know start to segment uh and be a lot more personalized with sms campaigns for example um you know likelihood to purchase mapped right. in predictive with models browsing across behavior. all channels yeah because all of that data is now there and i think that's what makes it um really exciting we know that um some channels are more expensive than others uh, <laughs> yes and you know you know email i think everyone knows it's easy to hit the send button to the entire list and right. uh sms you know i it um you know, there's certain. Uh, you would be more intentional, I think. Yeah, in the, intentional. In the SML That's a good word. SMS channel. Um, definitely want to make sure that you're um, sending the to the right people. And what what the preferred channel could be my new. Like, yes, preferred channel is huge. I think that, um, as you said, w once we get into. Um, a little bit further uh, episodes around journeys yeah. and automation. I think preferred channel really, it becomes the star of the show to just really truly make sure that we're, we're speaking to people yeah. in, in the channel that they're most likely to engage and convert with. Yeah. Right. Like um, I think about myself again, as a consumer versus a marketer and you know, I, I'm more likely to convert uh, on my phone through SMS, right? Like I get yeah. the SMS, click, and as you know, as long as there's a a, uh, a an experience for mobile uh, that <laughs> right. is desirable, right? Like, yeah. um, and if that it you can don't get the tap to join pop up. When yeah, you... I don't get the tap to join pop up because we already know we mm. already explored that as a as a pet peeve. Um, but yeah, preferred channel is a big one. Um, buyer preferences around different uh, product attributes, yeah. right? We're, we're taking <clears throat> into account all of the orders, the returns, and really aggregating that to, to surface 
those, uh, I'll call them purchase metrics or, or um, order insights. So the the lifetime value is there, the buyer preferences are, yeah. are there um, and really reflective of their of their behaviors. Yeah, I, you know, there's, I, I feel like um, there are probably going to be endless use cases depending on the <laughs> vertical that you're in, your, you know, key oh, yeah. KPIs and goals. And our hope is that we can accomplish all of them with the new data structure uh, and segmentation and audience builder tools that we Here's have. a fun one, I think, um, like it's more it's it's not a shopify specific feature but shopify definitely embraced tags yes but we've kind of expanded on that and made product tags available for segmentation across the platform so now uh you'll be able to create a segment um around interest in products that are tagged a certain way right so yeah. it, i think that really opens up the the data model so that's another Another use case that people, you know, the the marketers can just kind of get let their brains run wild thinking it, about yeah. how they can how they can use that stuff. The I won't get into Journey Hub too much because again, I think we'll we'll do a deeper dive on like what's new in Journey Hub, but how segmentation feeds into Journey Hub yeah. and automation is really exciting. Um, you know, all of the the unlock of the data in in the segments now becomes available not only for kind of like routing within a journey where you can do a, a post purchase and leverage things like a, a product affinity segment uh, for routing there but you can also do um, segment entry events so with the new segmentation architecture <clears throat> i guess i'll say we're tracking when people flow in and, and flow out of yeah. these segments, which again, opens oh. up a whole new world. Yeah. Uh, I, I was talking with one of our uh, account managers the other day and her, when I asked her about, you know, what would you do with these segment entry events? It was just like, you know, eyes lit up and just, you could see yeah. the joy in yeah. uh, that, uh, that ability being now available um, in the in the new platform. Speaking of joy, tis the season. Uh, hopefully, all of you are going to be able to enjoy some time on Thanksgiving Day, even though it is a very busy online shopping day. Uh, yeah. For, for shopping many starts of early. Guys. We hope that you are just as excited as we are about all of the new features and functionality we talked about today. We have a number of clients in beta using uh, the next generation of ListTrack and seeing some really amazing results and successes uh, with it. And so, you know, stay tuned for more as we continue to unveil the, you know, next generation of ListTrack yeah. a little bit, a little bit. Unpacking each a little bit at a time. Yeah. Uh, really want to, to show people what's coming and, and it's very exciting. Yeah. And so from innovation unleashed have a really happy thanksgiving <laughs>